You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. New chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet. But if it's on your if you, if it's on your ass, whoever really sees it besides you know people that I know it's there. Well, I know it's there. Something good for you. You know what googly eyes are, right? Yeah. Yeah, I always kind of wanted to get a couple googly eyes tattooed on each cheek, you know, really big ones, you know. Just get the big plastic stick on ones and start twerking. (laughs) Yeah, that would be great. I would love that. Just really big ones. But if you bend over far enough, then your, you know, balls and junk look like a fucking tongue, you know. You can do some really, (laughs) you can do some really cool shit. (laughs) all right everybody and welcome to this week's episode of the something good for you podcast where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you i'm one of those two knuckleheads alex stiff and sitting with me on zoom is dave weimar hey what's up Hope you guys enjoyed that preamble conversation about uh, googly eyes on assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Butt cheeks. Not Butt on cheeks, a- yeah. Not, not on, on the asshole. asshole. I would never get a tattoo on my asshole. Well, if you're doing the googly eyes on the uh, butt cheeks, you just got to stick a carrot in the asshole, and then there you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Give you a nose. <laughs> Which I've, I've done several times. <laughs> <laughs> that's something That's something good for you after dark. Hmm? Yeah. Well, Carrots. welcome back to the table, man. We were able to fill you in last week uh, with Mikey on the show. Uh, sad yeah. you weren't able to join us on that one. That would actually would have been really fun. Oh, that would have been fun, dude. I love Mikey. Uh, but and uh, listeners are be able to get a lot more of Mikey because uh, he and his friend Dante Carter have this new show on our network called This Fucking Guy. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, I think episode three would have dropped uh they're trying to hit it up like what we do every single week they've got a decent little backlog of episodes so yeah as the foreseeable time being once a week you get a brand new episode of this fucking guy i'll have to check it out what are they recording on is it um mikey is recording using some interface thing directly to his computer i'm i'm working with him i'm working with him so it sounds okay I'm working with them because that's one, that's one of my one of my biggest pet peeves is a podcast that sounds shitty and that one that you lost the file and it was the fucking Zoom track drove me up the fucking wall, dude. It's like God. Hate well, that. I, I think. Um, but that's I think cool. Well, well, episode one sounds better. I edited episode one for them. Uh, I don't, and I think I did episode two as well. The third one that's going to be coming out that would have just dropped, I think, is a full edit from Mikey, and he pulled a me and lost one of his vocal tracks. So oh. he's kind of having to piece together, but but he's he's getting better. It's 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 one of those things where, and I'm sure you've realized this. When you first get into the editing process, you want to throw the compressor on. You want to mess with the EQ. You want to mess with the panning and the banding and, you know, mm-hmm. make sure everything kind of lines up and this, that, and the other. And, you know, make sure you, you get noise gates. Yada, yada. But the less you do to your audio file, the better it sounds as long as you've got a good startup. Yeah, I, I will not compress it until the end of the episode. I'll normalize and 
and do maybe a really slight EQ, but um, if you're recording on like a um, a Zoom H6 or something that has built-in EQ, I don't even fucking touch that. So yeah. this is this is at least what I personally do, and you've said that my episodes sound good. So th- yeah, this you, is at you least sound good. so this is at least my process. I have I forget what it is, but there's a specific. Um, setting on the h6 that has like vocal compression where it's like it it is i think it's like a radio setting or something like that where it like pulls in a lot more from the voice when you reco- you're recording it with that though right correct yeah, i'm recording exactly. it directed i'm listening to it i hear yeah, it i'm exactly. like okay yeah this sounds good in the mm-hmm. headphones record yeah and then after i pull it in to the computer i throw a noise gate on just to make sure that background noise gets cut out and then it you know kicks back in i've messed with the longitude and altitude whatever the fuck it is to make sure it kind of flows in and out a little bit better and then after i do that i throw in a compression before i mix what it. are you editing on what I use a combination of WavePad and GarageBand. Oh, okay. So I edit um, all my raw files using WavePad. That way I can actually visually uh-huh. look at the audio file and yeah. see where everything is. And after I throw that fast compression on it, it it looks very uniform across the band. And since I put the noise gate on before I compressed it, it doesn't pull in that background noise quite as much. So Uh, then once I mix everything together, basically I'm working with, you know, a wave file that almost looks like a brick with a little bit of indentions in it, which for a voice, that's fine. mm -hmm. You put those two together. Yeah, you stop hitting your mic there, dude. That that wasn't my mic. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) it was a different thing. I'll be hitting in a minute. (laughs) But, uh, But I've just personally found that when I do it that way, the I'm not fighting with the vocal quite as much. It's yeah. like I can I can easily find, okay, this is as loud as this vocal is going to be. So it's yeah. going to be here. This is as loud as this vocal is going to be. So yeah. it goes here. And then that frees me up a lot more to be able to throw mm-hmm. in the fun sound effects and shit because I'm not working quite as much on it. So Yeah, I hear you. I use, I use Audition, uh, um, Adobe Audition, and that is fucking I love it, dude, because there's so much shit in there that you can just, it just saves you so much fucking time. Yeah, right like, now oh. he's using Studio One, which is an actual like music production software, uh-huh. and that's the problem. Is it's trying to put like music mastering on it and like music uh, yeah. mixing on, it. and I'm just like, bro, you don't need all that. You need something that you can just easily go vocal here, vocal here, you know, turn it up, turn it down done export i don't don't do any sort of you know renormalization after i hit export don't do any additional shit just export exactly what i hear right now don't and that's kind of what master your podcast <laughs> master podcast <laughs> master your podcast it sounds like shit <laughs> wasting my time did you record that in a tin can <laughs> <laughs> This is what happens when you get two musicians making a podcast together. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Hey, did you have you seen? Are you a t a, a, a teenage mutant ninja turtle fan? Are um, you? Are you? Because there's I, a lot of people that can't stand them. I don't. Can't. I'm. I'm, not, I'm definitely not under the can't stand it category. But it also didn't grab me. If that makes sense, it, it's just one of those. Yeah, it exists. All right. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't annoy me. But at the same time, I don't get hype for it. I always loved the concept of the 
the turtles and they were ninjas and and they were mutants and i it so i i was and they were teenagers and right. that loved pizza i was a fan from day one i always i always thought it was pretty funny mm-hmm. and then when they fucking like what was that six seven ten i can't remember when it was it was a while ago where they fucking morphed with batman and they did those oh series. Yeah, yeah yeah fucking that was so good dude the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie is yeah. fucking amazing. Okay, well, tell me it's about it. It's so fucking good. The animation is incredible. Oh, my God. It's just like, it's like doodles. It's weird. It's hard to describe. It's all computer animated and everything, but... Kind of... Well, it kind of gave me an Into the Spider-Verse vibe. Yeah, but but um, way more doodly. It's like... Okay. Literally, it looks like people you remember in high school when you fucking when you you were supposed to learn shit but you were just drawn on your fucking peachy you know poorly but yes <laughs> yeah. well remember the kids that were really good artists that did it yes and i hated it, them because it, i was very jealous <laughs> it looks like that that's awesome yeah it's so good it looks like drawing dude it's so fucking great and the soundtrack is fucking awesome the storyline seth rogan did it so it's fucking amazing i was gonna say the voice cast also seemed really good from the trailers i saw solid yeah yeah because april's uh this um little little black chick in high school that wants to be a, a fucking reporter right you know so and she's played by that chick that's in the bear i can't remember her name but yeah, oh, shit. Okay, I, I know who you're talking about, though. Sydney. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, her in the bear. Dude, bears are cool. Fucking Season two is fucking great, by the way. Oh, yeah. Well, me and Chris, we actually did a uh, retrospective on Season 2 on the Couch Potatoes. If you guys want to hear a full breakdown on that, click the link in the episode description. But, uh, dude, yeah. Uh, the bear. Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> holy shit. So you finished Season 2. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, the, I think the day it came out, I finished season two. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Dude. I just I, binged we, it. We, we talked about this on the Couch Potatoes, but it's worth bringing up here because it's just it's more of a family thing than more of a show topic. That mini movie they did of the Christmas episode, mm. where it was mm-hmm. like an hour and a half long. Mm-hmm. Dude, I got goosebumps during that so many times because I feel like everyone has members of their family they can relate to with certain people like you may not have a christmas that chaotic but there are different archetypes within that family dynamic that you're putting on your own family going oh fuck i've been in a situation Mm -hmm. similar to this not this but this and and you might not have experienced that at christmas but you know Let's include Thanksgiving. Let's include other big get-together dinners, weddings and shit. You've seen that fucking shit. You have. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're like my generation. Holy shit. You know? Yeah. So that I I don't think I liked season two quite as much as I did season one. Um, but that Christmas episode alone was enough for me to be like, God damn, we're season three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And honestly, when you're talking about like your generations and stuff, to call back to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I think that also plays into it a bit. Because That's kind of more your generation, though, don't you think? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? That was like 80s or something, wasn't it? I was born 92. Oh, yeah, okay. So there if it came out late 80s, mid 80s, that was like uh-huh. right before my time. So by the time I got old enough to be interested in it, guess what was in theaters? Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. 
what if it came out now and you're at your the age you are now? Would you, you know, this all of a sudden this today? Yeah, would, if it was something t- brand new, possibly. But I feel like because how, how, how old are you? Thirty. You're, almost, okay. almost thirty-one. So I was probably fucking six years younger than you when the turtles came out. So I'm yeah. pretty almost the age that you are when when the world got introduced to the turtles. So yeah, I I see what you're saying. That's interesting. And, and honestly, I think it also falls into like for instance, um. One of my two, well, I say two favorites. I have a lot of favorites, but the two favorites that I've been kind of watching right now have been uh, South Park, of course, and the new season of Beavis and Butthead. And oh, I, haven't, I haven't watched Beavis and Butthead since it since they did Beavis and Butthead did America. That <laughs> was the last time I've seen it. Well, that that was basically the last time they did anything. Also, but with Paramount Plus, they've been doing a revival season, and uh, they did a movie to kick it off, and then they've now in, in the second season of the revival. And it is honestly fan fucking tastic. Like, is it if, the same kind of what it or did they go a little deeper? No, well, they went a little deeper, but smart. They mm. they didn't they didn't. Hmm. Here's here's a good way to describe it. If Beavis and Butthead do America was kind of like the peak of the Beavis and Butthead series and comedy and stuff. They took the backbone of that movie and used that as the basis for the series. The timing of those jokes, like the best way to describe it is the movie that came out first, which is Beavis and Butthead do the universe. It It explains and sets up the new seasons. That felt like, you know what? Here's a love letter to the fans. Let us do a lot of stuff you haven't seen. It's just goofy comedy. Uh, they get transported from the 90s into current day. So did the they, whole hookup. Did it, they age? No. They Fuck. get transported. So, now, now, here's the thing. Hold, hold on. God, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I would love to see Beavis and Butthead today, hold though. Hold on. <laughs> you got to hear me out. Look. So, in the movie, they get transported through a bunch of shit. I'm not going to spoil it. They get transported into the year 2022. And now they have to deal with 90 sensibilities in current day time. They're trying to make the butt jokes. And everyone's just like, what? And not like paying attention. They show up at a college in which they start kind of causing a ruckus in a schoolroom. (laughs) And the teacher goes, oh, I see what it is. You're just exercising your white privilege. And they're like, what's that? And then a couple of the classmates explain to them what white privilege is, including having a white guy interrupt a black girl to explain what it is. It was really funny. But all of a sudden, they're they're just like, oh, oh, we... We did not know we had this. And the teacher's like, good. I'm glad you were able to learn something today. Now, are you going to act any different knowing about this? And they're like, yes, ma'am, absolutely. And that just shows them absolutely berating the hall, stealing stuff, grabbing food. And it's like, it's okay. We have white privilege. We didn't know. You don't know either. It's cool. The cops can't stop us. We have white privilege. (laughs) So it's like they're doing smart comedy with it. This is the thing I said to hold on to. In the movie, a alternate Beavis and Butthead show up, smart Beavis and Butthead. Mm -hmm. They're trying to get them to go back into a portal to go back into the 90s so space-time continuum doesn't blow up. They're not paying attention. And that these are older guys, too? No, uh, the alternate, they look like alien Beavis and Butthead. Oh, so they're the same age. Yeah, yeah, it's a teenager look, but, you know, just alien. And they're like, we must transport you back to the year 1998 where you first left, yada, yada, yada. And they're like, "Uh, so you can live out your lives. And they do a whoom, and you get 
old Beavis and Butthead sitting on the couch and they're like old as fucking dirt, just like coughing, smoking cigarettes, <laughs> drinking beer, you know, laughing at the TV. <laughs> so we got a glimpse of it. And then when the series started, you don't know what you're getting until you see the intro. When that music kicks in, mm-hmm. it could either be Beavis and Butthead or it could be Smart Beavis and Butthead or it could be, be old, old Beavis, Beavis and Butthead. And so they are using it and kind of adding on to it and creating a much larger thing that way. Not every single episode are two teenage boys trying to get laid and blowing shit up. Sometimes it's two old guys trying to figure out how to sell plasma so they can get more beer money. And then yeah. another one is smart Beavis and Butthead have to travel to actual Earth to kidnap someone and probe them so they don't get exiled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's, and then they pick up Tom Anderson, the Hank Hill neighbor guy, and it's just like, uh, oh, what what you boys doing? They're like, you must get uh, into the spaceship. Oh, this this is a fancy car. Is this an import? You know, <laughs> shit like that. Like it's oh, yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> it's genuinely good. So all of that to say, I've showed that to my girl and she's been digging it. Not so much South Park. And this is when I was going to tie it all back together with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think that the generation that I grew up in witnessing the evolution and the growth of South Park into what it is now helps feed into that love and appreciation I have of they started here and now they're here. Holy fuck, this is so cool. Dude, my appreciation is they're still there. (laughs) I'm like, you know, it's... Dude, I mean, I love those guys. I not just South Park, but I mean, I, I went and I saw Book of Mormon live, dude. Oh I hell mean, yeah! I had to. It was so good, and that was fucking phenomenal. They're just fucking very funny, very smart people. I'm I, I love them way more than Beavis and Butthead. No, it, but the thing is, is I will genuinely say. Give the new seasons a chance. I will. I will. Because yeah, that sounded, genuinely that sounded good. pretty funny. You know, it's so. on. It's on Paramount Plus. Uh, again, start with the movie so you understand the concept of where they are now. And um, your impersonations are right, spot on. So good job. Good job. <laughs> good job. Well, Alex. I didn't even do the Beavis because I have to be allowed to do that. But I can genuinely do a uh, a very long I am Cornholio rant. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course and you of, can. And of course, Cornholio comes back a couple times each season and everything else my hair i got a flat spot on it did you see that it was like right there all all i see is the bald spot dude (laughs) i got got a fucking haircut i got short hair i know i was gonna say you're looking sharp you got a uh dave's rocking a damn button up with a t-shirt underneath he's gotten himself a haircut it looks like he even trimmed his beard up some he's he's looking sharp what am i what am i wearing on top a button up What'd you say? I had my headphones off. Yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. A button up with a t-shirt oh, underneath. Oh, button up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I was just okay. like, what? I was like, uh, don't try yeah. to tell me that's not a fucking button up. I see the goddamn no, collar no, yeah, and yeah. buttons right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I always I, in the wintertime, it's always a flannel with a t-shirt, and yep. it's summer, so I just have something that looks like a flannel that's not a flannel. <laughs> and a t-shirt. But no, it looks good. You're looking <laughs> sharp, bro. He's uh, he's getting ready for the video content. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do, don't I always wear something like this every time we talk? I think well, I think last time both of us were just like feeling out of it. We just like kind of rolled in. It was just yeah. like let's fucking do this shit. Well, that was me today. I just got off work, so <laughs> Ch- check out the shirt though. What you got? Oh, it looks like a, what a dead fish. It's a fish skeleton, but do you see the bones? 
The bones are, it's the Finger Lakes of New York. Oh, that's so, cool, dude. Yeah, and then they just put us, you know, because it's big fishing up there. And Do you eat fish? Uh, depends. I like seafood, but not so much fish. Love like crab, lobster, yeah. shrimp. Might be having shrimp tonight, actually. Uh, but yeah, fish, it really depends on it. Like maybe tilapia, if it's cooked the right way. But uh, tilapia is crap, man. You need to eat like fucking salmon. And I knew you were about to say that. And I, salmon, the, the only salmon I like is if it's raw in a sushi roll. Oh, yeah. That's I, good. I, like sa- I like raw salmon and sushi, but like a salmon steak. No. Nah. What, what about what about smoked salmon? Maybe if I had it again, I might like it. But like I had it years ago when I was a little bit more finicky on the uber fish taste. Yeah. When I, they I've smoke softened it, on it some. When they smoke it hardcore and it's almost like a jerky, that's the best smoked salmon, dude. Oh my god, you just eat it like candy. It's so fucking good. But um, well, yeah, see, we I'm, I'm worried about my meats too because I don't like uh, deer. Oh, I love deer. Elk and deer. Do you like buffalo? I had a buffalo burger once. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. Have you ever had ostrich? I have not had ostrich. Ostrich is pretty good too. What about rat? Have you ever had rat? I'll draw a line at rat. I'm a very adventurous eater, but but I will draw a line at some point. If you're trying to feed me crow, if you're trying to feed me rat, if you're trying to feed me something (laughs) like that, I'm going to politely decline. Rat's good, dude, especially if it's like a fucking jungle rat that's just, you know, down in like uh, fucking the Amazon and shit, and you get one of them rats and cook it up. Oh, fucking butter. I forget if uh, we brought this up on the show before if i just talked about it with friends so if i've said it stop me okay there is a you've said okay so many fucking times (laughs) sorry there's a horrible outbreak across the earth chickens pigs cows all primary meat sources Mm -hmm. are withering away yeah we can the the government has come out and they're like look guys we can't sustain this anymore The, the they're going extinct we yeah. do have or they get worms. a virus or something that you just can't they can't cure you know it's like yeah. you know, but we've got mealworms like- we've got crickets we've got ants we've got you know beetles all the other little weird shit In- that people mean insects eat. insects do you eat the insect or do you go vegan well i'm gonna go vegan first <laughs> I mean, jackfruit, you can make a lot of shit out of jackfruit, man. I, I went vegan for like two years, dude. It yeah. wasn't, it was, and now it's even fucking easier. You look at the, but you look at the, you walk through the grocery store and look in the refrigerator, dude. It's like, you know, the, the most stores, if they're good, have a huge vegan fucking section. You can buy a, everything there, dude. I mean, it looks like, yeah, I could try that. Yeah, but now with, taste but now with, good. but you have to also have to remember now with the meat supply dwindling. Mm-hmm. More people are going to be buying those products. Oh yeah, that's so they're going to be in higher demand, stocks. and you can't find it as much anymore. So you Get know that, that that's, that's an all well. Now. <laughs> so it's like yeah, that's all well and fine with the idea of we still have plenty of meat resources around, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden, over the span of say a month, our meat resources have dwindled into nothing, and now everyone is trying to hop on the Beyond Meat diets and everything else. So now you can't find the product do you eat the bug or do you just go straight veggie well i mean i'm don't don't get me wrong i'm not opposed to eating bugs i mean, I mean if you eat chocolate bars you're already eating bugs 
Yeah, exactly. We eat fucking hot dogs. You know how many fucking, especially me growing up when I grew up. You know, I mean, rendering plants have really gotten nice now. <laughs> but when I was a kid, <laughs> not so much. I've eaten human. I know. You know. <laughs> I know I've gotten a finger in there yeah. somewhere, <laughs> or a foot, or a fucking maybe even a whole fucking body, dude. You know, but at least I grew up Old on the West Jimmy Coast. Old Jimmy had to drop by a special delivery. <laughs> we're all all you guys on the East Coast with the mob and shit, dude. You're eating a lot of fucking humans buying fucking Oscar Mayer kids. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. There are so many fucking cannibals in the USA right now. I yeah, don't even what, know it. On my old podcast, too. Or not my old. Jesus Christ. It's, we, I, we still do it. I just haven't recorded one forever. Fatty Stokes, we, we, I brought this up. It's like, what, what, how I brought it up is like, I wanted everybody to do this thing. It's like, what's the next big thing? You know? You know? And they all came up with like, like a movie or, or something like that. Where I, I said, my next big thing is cannibalism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's going to happen. <laughs> you know, it's going to be the next big thing. Like, we got COVID-19. You know, it's huge, you know. It doesn't have to be a positive. It just has to be the next big thing, you know. Aliens are fucking, we're all, everybody, everybody knows we got aliens now, man. The government has come out and said, you know, yeah, we've got bodies. we got a bunch of shit. You know, no one cares. Yeah, we never so, wanted to tell you because everybody's going to fucking blow their mind. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> well, well, let's, well, let's we talk about the alien thing some because uh, to peel back the curtain some, we're recording this on uh, August 13th. It'll come out the Friday after. But all the way back in July 26th, we've been talking about uh, uh, different topic ideas. And that was one of the things you sent. You're like, dude, we've got to talk about the UFOs. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, they literally had sat down in congress about it dude a whole so, fucking day you know <laughs> uh, so let me kick it off with this uh because i intentionally didn't discuss it much uh on couch potatoes when it first dropped like we barely mentioned it um chris more or less talked about it and i just kind of went uh-huh uh-huh because i want to mainly talk about it here um but he raised a very good point, and it's part of the reason why I did just kind of uh-huh it and let him talk because i was like yeah he's got a point that i don't feel like arguing right now i'll let this ride what if this guy's full of shit? What if this guy is full of shit? He provided us no actual truths. He provided nothing well, in a pu- he provided nothing in a public forum. Everything that was shown was behind closed doors. Then it's going to be the if we approve it, everyone can see what he provided. It just seems a little Say odd that to me. Again. That- I, 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 I was. I don't know what happened. I don't even know what you're talking about. Say it Dur- started that. During this guy's deposition, discussing... The, guy, the, the, the dude talking about the, the UFOs in Congress? His, yes. That, when yes. he was giving it... Yeah, okay. When he was on the stand, he provided nothing other than, in so many words, trust me, bro. Everything he oh, has no, proof-wise, everything gotta... he has proof-wise has been shown behind closed doors. Yeah, there's hundreds we of... Have, you- but United we have States no proof pilots. that he's not full of shit. They do. They got it. They, but, they, but, but that's what I'm saying. We haven't heard have the final it. word on that, though. The, oh, what happened yeah. was all he said on the stand is, no, 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 they're real. Trust me, bro. I'll show you behind closed doors. And then everyone started saying that they are real. What happens if he gets behind closed doors? He shows these documents and they're like, dude, no, 
Dude, like, they no, showed, this is d- all no, wrong. They had it all in Congress. They had fucking that was just there was more than one dude, dude. They showed videos. They showed fucking pilots talking with fucking you know. It was a whole deposition of this shit, dude. Yeah, but I mean, people have talked about this kind of stuff for years. This guy's talking about he has proof, and we as civilians have yet to see this proof. Oh, yet everyone is saying that they're real. Oh, you're talking about the guy that has the the one that found that we actually literally have the craft in the bodies. That yes. guy. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. the guy that had yeah. proof, All and right. he has nothing other than no, no, no. But trust me, bro. I'll show you back behind over here. Well, what happens when they get back behind there? And he shows the documents. You know, if they look at it and they're like, "Bro, no, this is this. This is that." I can't explain that, but they, but since it's not this and this, that's just an anomaly. Yeah. Well, they're, 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 it's the He slope. might be schizophrenic. He might have mental now, issues. No, no. I'm pretty sure that, because, I mean... And look, I want to believe. There I so want ma- to believe. It's not that just that guy. That's the smallest piece. He's there because of everything else, because of... Dude, we have... it. They, Dude, what they showed us was fucking bonkers, and you know we only got a 10% of it. But there's fucking formations that fighter pilots are following and shit. Hundreds, hundreds of U.S. Navy Air, Air Force pilots are saying this. Not just one dude. Hundreds of actual fucking service people with their fucking, ca- you know, their little dash cams. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Birds aren't real, man. <laughs> it's intense, dude. I don't know. Like I said, I want to believe. I'm not shutting it out and being like, he's full of shit. But it's like, I'm, I'm always going to be looking at it from the opposing side, being like, well, what if he is full of shit? You know? And the way I also kind of think of this, too, is anytime I've heard about a potential UFO sighting or anything else, or I see footage, I'm no scientist. I'm a fucking dumbass that records podcasts all day. But I look at the footage and I go, that could be an experimental craft that they're working mm-hmm. on that we don't know anything about. And mm-hmm. that maybe this guy, even oh. though he works in the government, doesn't know about uh. because maybe only 50 fucking people have the clearance to know about the craft. N- but he's saying a crash, though. He's saying, so He they went to this and picked it up. So it's like, but yeah, you're right. It could be something that we've been working on that crashed. Because I think, because I think, with uh, things driving it that aren't human. <laughs> well, see, that I, here's it's my prob- ultimate it, conspiracy. You're probably right. It is probably us. <laughs> here's my ultimate conspiracy. I don't, as it stands right now, I don't think what we believe to be aliens are real. The idea that something outside of our solar system, wherever that may be, outside of Earth's atmosphere, has come in to visit. I don't believe that as it stands right now. Oh, I do. I do believe. I do. Man, that that guy. See, here's the thing, though. I do believe that that guy saw a craft. I believe that it was wrecked. And I believe that he saw a body in there that he could not recognize to be human. Because I also believe that the government has been working on cloning experiments for a very long time. Oh yeah, and the dude. reason I know that is because one, we're getting close to being able. They're talking about being close to 
uh, actually cloning human beings. We've already been cloning body parts. We even cloned that fucking sheep that I remember hearing about when I was a fucking kid. Yeah, that was in the fucking... Was it in... I think it was before you were born. I thought that was like the mid-90s. It might have been. I can't remember either. either, way, but but, but we all know what we're talking about. Dude, if they cloned a sheep that long ago, they've already cloned a fucking human, dude. Yes. So I honestly believe that potentially some of these are failed cloning experiments that are being taught to fly. And that's why they have such an odd facial structure. They're, they haven't That's gotten, amazing that this is what you're going to, but you have... I, I'm not going to say I believe that they came from another planet, but this is what I believe. I don't believe that. I believe in the science saner. I see. <laughs> I believe in the science I see. If I see that we are cloning things, yeah. and if there's... In, if the major problem is going to be facial construction and the way it looks due to artificial insemination and cloning, we might have people with a little bit of a bulbous head, wider yeah. eyes, yeah. thinner face, their skin tone. Who knows what their skin tone's going to be? If they're just a clone, if it, if you've got you know the specific makeup, maybe who knows it's if just, it's a guy and girl. Maybe it's just people that have been born too that are just a, just a little bit more genetically advanced than us, you know. That, and see, and for some reason though, I feel like I can wrap my head around that idea a yeah. little faster than other intelligent life forms breaching our atmosphere and. No one outside of a couple random people saw it. You know that that no! just that feels so, so wh- odd why, to me. Why do you keep on saying only a couple of random people? There were fucking the 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 the, 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 the amount of evidence that they are bringing it forward is insane. You said that's it was a craft, why, crashed craft, right? Well, that's just one little thing. Ten percent of what the Congress thing was talking about. What, what the government is saying is these things exist. Here they are. Here's fighter pilots trying to shoot some down. Here's this. Here's that. Here's the witnesses from everybody. Here's Bill. And you're <laughs> Damn focusing it, on fucking Bill. You know, it's like get off of fucking Bill, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and the other thing I look at it too is okay. So you, I'm using the crashed craft kind of as a baseline, mainly because we've heard about other crashed crafts before and bodies being found in abductions. Oh yeah, and all in this the other 50s, shit. In So the I'm 50s. using before that, cloning, by the way. Before cloning, <laughs> but I'm using that as a basis, meaning throughout history, not just mm-hmm. this time, but throughout history. All these crashed crafts and mm-hmm. abductions, it's only a couple random people that see it. Yeah, I would right. like to I would like to think that if there was a crashed craft, especially in today's age, with so many cameras, not just in our pockets, but on buildings and in streets, mm-hmm. that we don't have more people saying Yo, I saw something falling from the sky that exact night. Mm-hmm. We don't. There wasn't a mass influx of people going, what the fuck was that? We get five people, ten people that were in court going, I saw it, I saw it. Where's where's the hundreds and thousands of people that saw it? These are large areas that, you know, it's not like it just was there and then just was immediately on the ground. There's such thing as terminal velocity. You can only go so fast. I don't think that it was like 
uh, a big wide thing. I think that they found it. So I I don't know. I'd have to go back and rewatch it. Right, but right. I, but I'm talking about but any of them, not just this one, but any of them. There's never been a large outcry of saying I saw this because from the yes, science there has. Uh, that was why they took down the fucking Washington D.C. in Congress. They were fucking dude. It's because of uh, because more than thousands of people see this thing. You know, it was it's not like, over social media. Yeah, it went over social media. It, it it got on social media. The footage the, of the crash of the craft crashing. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Get I'm talking. Of, ab- get off of Bill. You're I'm not saying- on Bill. I'm talking about any of them. You're I'm saying, not on Bill. Fuck Bill. Saying, I'm not talking saying, about Bill again. You're saying thousands of people don't see it. Yet random people do. No, dude. This was like. This is basically like like. It, <sighs> There are so many fucking people. I mean, with their all these dude, U.S. Navy pilots, Mm -hmm. all together, hundreds of them, with their footage and everything. What are these things? Something falling from the sky. No, they track them. They're. I'll get to that in a minute. I'm I'm pull, I'm going to use one specific thing uh, oh, as a that, comparison yeah, on all this. You're still on Bill. Fuck Bill. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to talk about Bill again. An asteroid. Mm-hmm. If an asteroid is coming toward Earth, we see it. Yeah. If an asteroid permeates the atmosphere, if the asteroid permeates the Earth's atmosphere, we see it. Mm-hmm. Science says that an object can only go so fast before it either A, burns up, or gets destroyed on impact. Mm-hmm. That, amount, that amount of speed will be seen by more than one person as it is traveling through the sky. I, our, yes, yeah, I agree. Our science would. But these so, are not things from our science. If an object has crashed on the ground and it is there in a way that we can still see it, it was not falling faster than terminal velocity. Thus, more than 10 people would see the thing, not Bill's case, any time throughout history, would see this craft falling from the sky. Also... If this, uh, if the one that hasn't crashed, the one flying around and uh, the hundreds of fighter jets capturing the footage, mm-hmm. how did we not see it coming up through the atmosphere? If we're registering all this stuff that's happening around our Earth 24-7 and can see an asteroid coming from years uh, I away. See I see what you're saying. I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, how did I not see it if I walked outside the door? No, how could anyone? It, yeah, else yeah, like not our, see our it. radars and our fucking satellites and. And yeah. I understand intergalactic technology, but if we're using maybe Earth-based facts, you know, for showing these yeah. other things, well, like, well, okay, where's the beginnings of it? And that's why I genuinely believe that it's maybe, coming. The phone call can... is coming from inside the house, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> the call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> I, I think. I think uh, there's probably sections in our atmosphere where that you can travel through to. 
where and, and potentially you know, I'll, I'll own up to that they uh, they could be extremely intelligent mm-hmm. and know the weak points and know where to navigate to not hit our radars that yeah. is 100 percent valid or like uh not wormholes but kind of like um uh you know how they like star wars they'd go like seed <laughs> yeah like you know hit you know go into warp drive and yeah. shit like that you know and you just hit and you stop inside the atmosphere Maybe mm-hmm. you don't, maybe you don't read. I don't know, dude. It's not our. <laughs> it's not our science. That's You're why right. we don't. You know, we don't know. But, but again, I say all this with just as a reminder of I want to believe. But like again, it just for some reason the idea of cloning feels more plausible to me than no radars and no mass groups of people witnessing an object falling from the sky at terminal velocity. You know what's like, weirder no, no to me? No one catches it. Religion's weirder to me. I don't get that. <laughs> All you people, I mean, think about the whole of mankind starting with fucking, the, I mean, the Greeks and everything with fucking, uh, how many gods did they have? You know, we had thousands of gods and it got down to hundreds of gods. Then it was like 10 gods and maybe four or five and tell the one Now there's god, only one, god damn it. <laughs> tell the one god beat everybody. <laughs> To quote Captain America, there's only one God, ma'am. That's why I, I also hate the fucking term uh, God-fearing Christian. When I hear that, I just hear pussy. <laughs> you know? You're afraid Fuck. of sky cake. You're a fucking stupid pussy. Why Why would you be afraid of something? If this is real, why would you be afraid of something that's going to save you. Right? And take you everywhere. And, you know, it's like, God, I don't, it just don't make sense. But anyway. <laughs> no, and I would agree. <laughs> no, I, I, and, and that's and that's why I have these kind of conversations, because it's like, I don't know where it stands. I don't know the truth. And again, I want to believe. It's just, it's hard for me to right now. And, you know, I, I, want, I want Bill to be legit. I want Bill to be legit. But right it's now, legit, dude, it's gonna cause I'm the smelling next big something, thing. Bill. I'm smelling something, Bill. <laughs> I know it, you're tight. I know you're kind. <laughs> cannibal, can, ah, cannibalism, bro. He's <laughs> a fucking cannibal. I knew it. <laughs> no, it's just he's right, and it's gonna force us into cannibalism. But don't <laughs> worry, kids. You've been cannibals your whole life. <laughs> it's nothing new. <laughs> At the the summer barbecue, <sighs> and. Another thing you brought up, and I find it so funny that you brought this up, because I found this completely separately on my own through Instagram, and I swear like a week later, you're like, let's talk about these guys. How did you find Otto and Astrid? Oh my god. <laughs> Those guys, they're so fucking funny. They crack me up. Is that, um, is that what it is? Is it called funny? Yeah, it's fucking, it's, well, yeah, it's hilarious, dude. Get your finger out of my butt. I want to sit down. I don't think we should play that on tour. <laughs> That's fucking <sighs> hilarious, dude. It's fucking Spinal Tap. It's complete Spinal Tap, for but a different genre. It's a different, you know, it's a totally... I love are, it. Are, are, are we ready for an Alex rant? Sure. I'm tired of everything being a fucking joke. Especially when it comes to music, the well, only hold on though the only bands but that comedy get has sort to be of, a joke or isn't going to work. You understand any, you're that, not right? Any music that gets any sort of modicum of success these days is a comedy-based band. 
Every everything popular in music today is a base from a comedy base. A lot what of it. What like the stuff cool? that gets like the stuff that gets popular I, on social media that gets this. I'm not talking about oh, putting butts. And, okay, I'm well, saying because you were having a hard like, time following today. No, well, you said what's popular, and what what I thought is that not by popular? that is what's literally popular, like, the words what's pop. Well, if you look at what's selling today, no, there's fucking who's the best sellers? You got Harry Styles. You got fucking. He's um, a joke. Be, Harry's pretty cool, dude. Yeah, he listen, is. Listen, I'm just talking listen, shit. Listen to fucking Harry. Harry writes some fucking oh, good I, songs. I hear it. My girl listens to Harry. I know. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I get it. It's not what we would write, yeah. but it's really good writing. No, he's, he is a very good songwriter. I will give he, him that. He's a very good songwriter, and he has a great voice, too. And he's a talented musician, but... Um, but, but so, God, I want to fuck him. <laughs> so just, I, I might as well not kidding. go down my rant since I'm going to get <laughs> stopped every five seconds. But what no. happened was I did leave I a did comment on. I did not stop you. You stopped. I left a you comment on their you. page. I left a comment on my on their page basically saying, as I watch this and slave away trying to write an actual song I'm proud of, Jabba the Hutt writes a song about <laughs> taking a finger out the ass and is getting a million plays on Instagram. Let that sink in. And that is my problem with all this. You have genuine artists that are trying to make it. And I'm not talking about me. I have what? other artists. Fr- See, you're trying to do it again. <laughs> okay. all right, go ahead. Go ahead. I have other artist friends that are just busting their ass trying to make the music work that put in the time that put in the energy and the effort and don't see it back all of a sudden a drummer that can barely play drums and a guitarist strumming two notes because they sang some goofy fucking lyrics are all of a sudden doing national tours and getting popular on instagram and tiktok I'm not trying to be the old man yelling at clouds. It's just coming from but, the artist standpoint. Not the consumer. The consumer thinks it's great. The artist looks at it and goes, God, do I have to make myself a joke to get people to pay attention? Why can't we pay attention to the actual well, creatives that are doing something? Can I Can I answer that? Yes. <laughs> what, 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 you, you, you are coming from the artist in a pinpoint area your 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 artist is a musician touring musician that writes they don't have an album they're not their art isn't fucking music their art is is fucking comedy dude they don't want to fucking be good at music but that's what they're doing they're doing things on youtube that are less than fucking two minutes long they're the little skits and also no i just double checked they have uh quite a few singles on spotify they're musicians yeah but they're the singles are there i mean so is so is fucking steve martin and so is death clock and so is steel panther and so are all these well, other see, now, goofy bands now steel panther is I, I i get that steel panther is like this these guys that have really bad taste in music and are trying to you know be accepted so you know how can i play my fucking shitty taste in fucking music and 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 be accepted so but same thing with these guys no that's a fucking dude that's just that's a fucking uh skit on fucking sctv dude that's how i see that steel panther are they not a fucking joke the entire are they not doing a skit yeah well yeah they're but that's a 
that's a fucking touring band. That's like they're these like, guys are touring. No, they're but playing shows. So did so did fucking George Carlin and didn't play any music. Exactly, you know, they he was still a comedian. go on tour. Yeah, they're comedians. We're Steel Panther is trying to be a band. I see Otto and Astrid and Steel pa- Panther two different things. You know, they're uh, are they supposed to both be funny? Yeah, I think Steel Panther, but I I personally think. That's all Steel Panther can do. That's who, you know, show me something else. If you, you know, you know, show me a different job. I, that's, they love that. You know, well, I, I like, just think Steel Panther is to hair metal what Auto and Astrid is to punk. I don't even fucking put fucking them in any genre of music because it's not music. It's just fucking funny. You're right. It's not music. Why are <laughs> yeah. they on Spotify as an artist? And with singles and songs. Dude, there's books on Spotify. There's, you know... My, Dude, my it's point, just their, my it's point just being their, is they're, it's, it's just their it's, fucking... They're, yes, and you find the books under audiobooks. It's their paintbrush, dude. You know? I, I don't like I, the paintbrush. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, you take it very personally because they use... Because they their, their comedy is in... What about Fred Astor? What do you think of him? I Who? just Armistad, Fred Armistad. Oh, oh, uh, you know he because he does that's the same a different kind of, thing. He's not creating uh, songs and releasing records with it. He has a stand-up routine in which he will sometimes bring I out an instrument to that, boost up his thing because he goes, "Here's this kind of riff. Here's a, this kind of riff." He's using the music as part of his act. These guys are writing goofy songs and playing them. S- Fred writes As goofy a set. songs. It's not like they're sitting here telling Fred stand-up for a little bit. Songs, it's know? not like they're sitting here doing stand-up for a minute and then, you know, uses the music as a punctuation mark. Their act is music. They are musicians. They are touring music venues. They have opening bands. They are a band. Ooh, and that it? is the problem I have. But I don't have a problem with comedy. I love comedy. I love right, you're, silliness. So, so you're calling Otto and Astrid a band? Yes. Okay, because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, let's not, see what they I, call themselves. I, let, let, let's. Uh, well, let's, this is this is you know, the, you're, dude. If you're gonna fucking write something about yourself and create this fucking, there, it's it's. It's not who they are. They, you think if you think these people Berlin's are that Prince way, Prince and home, Princess of Art Rock and Euro Pop from the band Don uh, Die Rotten Punked. So they are a band. They are talking about it in their description. They have another band already, and they're using this as a goofy band. <laughs> they're playing shows, man. Like I'm, I'm not trying to just be a dick, but like I'm just instead of us and our opinions, let's just read what they say. And this is what they say: well, Prince now, and Paul- Princess of Art Rock and Europop. They consider themselves musicians. All right, well, <laughs> I, I don't. I consider themselves comedy, but I like I. Yeah, I mean, I like the fucking. I mean, noise that, they do. That, I mean, that's a whole fu- stage with like audience members. Yeah, but dude, have you ever seen? Have you ever gone to Gallagher? Yeah, he, he's got a huge stage, dude. The whole fucking watermelon scene is ins- insane. What they they put up there for that? I, I must have missed his drums and guitars then. 
Well, he doesn't have drums and guitars. Well, but that's he's what on, I'm talking about. For, for some on, reason, you want to pull in Gallagher and talk about an actual comedian. It, it, yeah, well, I'm just saying it's the same thing. You're going on fucking stage. Who cares if you have an orange amp or a fucking Marshall, dude? And that's what you're 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 focused on the 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 what. I don't know what you're focused on. I'm focused on. on the fact that they are a band, and you keep talking about comedians and drawing well, comparisons to them, and I'm saying they are them, a band. If, if you want to keep on giving them that, you know, fucking accolade, go ahead. I would. I never said they were a band. I never did. I don't think Spinal Tap's a band either. Those are four guys that are fucking hilarious. That was a movie. <laughs> but but they, they tour all the time. They have albums. I mean, I'm, I'm looking I'm at it right here. I'm just to follow what you're saying. <laughs> Otto and Astrid featuring Circus Oz, Two Hearts, Dr. Brown, Mel and Sam, Hughes Davies, Clara Cupcakes, and DJ Andrew McKelland. That sounds like a sh- music show to me. That doesn't sound like a comedy show. Like, I'm I'm wanting to, like, see it from that point of view, but, like, I'm looking at everything well, they're now promoting in their even, visuals. Now, now I'm going to give them even more accolades because they've fooled the whole fucking country here's a review world. and imagine an indie rock version of tenacious d flight of the concords or steel panther that's literally a review that they're promoting they're promoting well, the fact that they are connected to a tenacious d or steel panther in I'd their pro- own I'd prom- thing I'd, pr- I'd promote it too right so but what i'm saying is so there should be no argument here they are a band they even promote themselves as a band. Okay, that's fine. They're a band. I, <laughs> and I fucking hate it. Why do we have to have a comedy band to get famous? That I'm was sorry, the whole start I, of it. I'm sorry that there are so many fucking people that bought into it. And I'm literally, am I the only one that doesn't knows they're not a band? That's not a band. That's a comedy act. And if that offends them, fine. You're not a band. You're a comedy act. That's what I'm saying. I've been saying it. You guys are that hate them are trying to build them up by making them a band. No, they're not. <laughs> well, Th- I guess, well, I guess technically I'm supporting them more in this conversation yeah. than you are. You're calling them a joke. I'm calling them a bad band. They are, they are a joke. <laughs> Hey, have you ever have you ever seen a comedy act without a joke? The bigger the joke, the better the comedy, dude. You know, I'm sorry. That's I I I what I'm doing. I'm just I I'm just sitting here in reality, bro. <laughs> I just you know this is what he it says, is. holding his handpipe. <laughs> you you are telling me that the there's something that they are not. They are telling you. I'm not listening to that. I'm listening to what what I I what they do and what I see. That's what I judge by. I don't judge by what they fucking tell me, dude. Fuck that, dude. <laughs> I judge it all. I look at what they do. Well, I'll you look should at the because they release. And, and it's kind of now I judge them different because they you know, you read that shit and I'm like, "Well, I don't you guys don't even believe in yourselves." So, <laughs> And that's my point. They don't even truly believe in it. Yet, it's getting popular. I said themselves, not it. I believe they believe what they're doing is going to make them money. Oh, because it is. Yeah, and they they do it, you know, and they do it good. They, you know, what what they do 
is fucking funny unless you're so offended by it that you can't see the humor <laughs> which is even funnier but that builds up their that's why they're the way they are you know it's like you know you guys are hating stop fucking pouring fu- gasoline on the fire <laughs> <laughs> and, and again and shit i just spilled beer on myself man <laughs> i was la- i was laughing trying to take a drink <laughs> this is a great co- great great combo though man oh i, I know this. right that's why I wa- that's why i was glad we went down this and maybe that's the reason why i'm not giving someone like tenacious d so much shit is if you can be i love ta- them if you can be talented with the music and the comedy that's appreciated psycho stick i like psycho stick but they are very much up front and call themselves a goofy band they wear the fact that they are a silly band and they play silly shows that kind of stuff tenacious and they have talent behind it it sounds like a heavy metal band with some silly lyrics jack black believes that he's fucking the shit dude and he should because he is the shit yeah so and so, same thing tenacious so with tenacious d is not d. a joke tenacious d is a real band that is not a joke band sorry i will not put them in that but i do love their sense of humor and how they push it on you like have you ever heard of red fang yeah their videos are fucking hilarious and they're fucking they're awesome dude i, I another northwest band too by the way but yeah. But, th- but that's the reason why i'm not giving those bands as much grief is because they've got the talent to back the silly these guys don't even have either. <laughs> you know, well, it's like, even I, from a punk rock standpoint, it's like, oh, nah, do a little I, better. Well, I, I always saw it as like this fucking slam. Like, like, like the, the way I viewed it the first time I saw it was a slam on the white stripes. It was on the, the Jack White, oh, um, yeah. Meg White thing, which I thought was hilarious. It was like, this is funny, dude, because they because they're not they're technically they're not good musicians but they're good enough to make people fucking watch them you know and, and again maybe if that was the thing where it's like maybe there was a little bit more substance to the music with the silliness mm-hmm. i'd probably I'll like, never, like i'll never say they're good musicians you know like uh there's this guy i think his name is um tom cardi and uh He's got a bunch of really funny videos out online. And again, it just feels like that kind of stuff falls more in line because it just feels a lot more like, hey, I'm a comedian. I'm you just using got, this. Well, it's the, same, it's the same exact thing. You just liked it. You just got it better. And you just, you know, it, that's what it is. It's the, same, it's the same fucking thing. Except I don't know this guy, so I got to look before that's. It's more of a thing. Fred Armisen thing than it is yeah. an Otto and Astrid. It's more he is he makes jokes and uses the instrument as a punchline than yeah. using the music as the punchline. Well, that that was very funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like I love I love that. So but guys, that, definitely mean, check him out if you want to see see something. Yeah, yeah. What especially does he do all like covers or does he do his own thing? He does his own stuff. Oh, okay, cool. And a lot well, of it is just like little 30 second songs. Like he's not trying to be a musician. He's making this goofy stuff to get shared. That kind you, of stuff. You do, you do covers in your band. Or, well, you did. I don't know if you will in the future. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you I did mean, in that band you used to have. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, last I talked to you, you are going to audition some dude in um, Alabama. And uh, Atlanta. Or no, Al- Atlanta. <laughs> 
and we're going to Alabama to introduce, you know, to get this guy. He's got some twang. He got the twang, boy. Yeah. No. no uh, so Atlanta, yeah, which has a, a really good music scene. So you, really does. I saw on Facebook you put a post up saying something like, you know, why can't these band? You know, how hard is it to to get something going? I I don't know what you wrote, but I, I that read it was going, in response oh, man, to obviously the, that was that, in response to um, the drummer I was working with. Absolutely no showing at practice. Yeah, well, that's kind of a work ethic thing. I mean, that's how I felt when we were like trying to get this podcast going it's like literally dude i i I mean i know and it's been a while but i mean i got sick and then we were going to do it and then this things kept happening man something happened and then and then it was like all right let's go let's go and then my then we the the fucking storms came through the fucking northeast here dude and i i I had power out for 10 hours dude yeah because you were like storms about to roll through man i was like oh that sucks i said well you know i'm free the rest of the day you know whenever it clears up you know just hit me up and we'll do it then and this i didn't hear anything because my my phone my phone was on seven seven you know power and it's like Oh shit! My phone's. I should t- tell you that my phone's about to die too. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, but again, yeah, I since I didn't off. hear from you the whole day, my morbid, goofy brain the next morning was just like, "Did he die?" <laughs> <laughs> like I knew you were fine, but like just to make myself laugh when I thought about it, yeah. I was just like, "Did Dave die?" Yeah, no. <laughs> he didn't call me back or reach back out to me. No, I, had I think fucking... that thunderstorm turned into a tornado. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to recharge my phone and shit, and it was yeah, and then uh, uh, not nothing bad happened though. But I mean, we had you know a bunch of people we know up here had their basements flooded and shit. It's like oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't played in a band since fucking like uh, probably '97 was the last time that I got I I actually like met with people and jammed i mean i i had this guy in texas uh like in early 2006 7 8 maybe yeah. um uh he was a drummer that i'd i'd play with all the time you know we'd go over it and stuff but yeah i haven't been in a, that band the whole thing forever so and it's great but it's hard when you're not in it yeah it is it's really hard cuz you're I write songs every fucking day, dude. I mean, I always, I mean, I always pick up my guitar, kind of get off a riff and stuff, and you know, I just don't record it. Yeah, know? and that's you know, when you have a band and other people, it it forces you and it it helps you. So I say, I just say, just write it out, dude, and just get some people, man. Even but if positivity in all this. Um, when I put out that search looking for another drummer. I had three different people in my inbox, and I've got two people learning the material now, and one dude hit me up looking to try out, and then I've also got a couple lead guitarists that were learning stuff before the other drummer just decided not to show up, so bassist is still rocking it. He's been a fucking trooper this whole time. He's seen through the bullshit and sees what's happening, and he's in it to win it, so we just got to keep it rolling. All right. Sounds good. But nice. Who knows when the fuck that'll happen? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, was there any other topics that we have failed to really go over? Because uh, last episode, I was saying that Gene Simmons was a, a mediocre bass player. Oh, I mean, and and oh, or oh, I don't know. You said he's underrated. underrated. I just said he's for for the level of where he got. 
He's not a good bass player. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that. So, so you're backing and, out of the bass challenge. Is no, what you're I, saying. you said you said that uh, you know any song that I could you know I could I could play I could learn any Gene Simmons song. Yeah, you, know? well, you said and, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, so you sent me a song. You know, you gave me two choices. You know, yeah. Because initially I sent you a playlist of about five or six, and you're like, pick one. And I was like, yeah. okay, well, yeah. these two, one of these two, you decide, but one of these two. And the first one, and you picked the one that I would have picked too. Because mm-hmm. out of those songs you sent me, "Going Blind" and "Fucking um, Ladies' Room" are probably the two best bass lines. Yeah, yeah. And uh, "Going Blind" is such a fucking great song. And, I, and see, and that's why I handed you that one too, because I knew you yeah. knew like what the Dinosaur Junior version or something like that. Mel- Melvin's. 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 That's what it was. Yeah, go, yeah. Melvin's do "Going Blind." Very good. I will say I'm not a big Mel- Melvin's fan, but that cover oh, isn't that bad. Yeah, that's a great cover, dude. They, uh, Melvin's are pretty hit and miss, dude. You gotta, you know, I mean, because I mean, I can't listen to Melvin's all day long either. But like, like certain, the Dead Kennedys, <laughs> they they got about twenty five songs that I mean, I can just like live on, dude. And if you're a band, then you can say they they got twenty five songs I can live on. That's a good band. In well, I mean, mind. I've always said, and, and and I'll even hand this to Otto and Astrid. Um, I'll even I'll even <laughs> hand this to them. I honestly believe, unless you absolutely, with every fiber in your being, which side note, of course, on a podcast we boost things up and you know exaggerate things. I don't honestly hate Otto and Astrid. It did just honestly annoy me because it was like, oh, fifth- Alex, you hate them. <laughs> it was just you like the fifth them. video in a row that I'd seen of like some stupid. <sighs> fucking song and that just happened to be the profile i clicked on and saw all the follows and that they were on tour and all this and it just for that minute i'm like fuck what the fuck so So, i don't genuinely hate them but i honestly believe that unless you hate something from the very ground up Mm -hmm. every single band has at least one good song unless you hate the concept of that band from the ground up you can find at least one song from the band that you can go, you know what? That's not too bad. I don't know if you can, dude. I mean, there's so many bands. There's got to be. I mean, if you do the math, there's so many bands. There's got to be at least fucking 150 that you can't stand any songs they play. Well, can, can you <laughs> think of, well, can you think of a group right off the top of your head no, that's just no, like, no. I can't imagine no. liking anything from them? No. And that's kind of my point, though, where it's like, you know, even a band that I vehemently, like, I cannot stand a band like Nickelback from the ground up. I don't care for it. I'm not doing it for the meme. I'm not doing it, you know, for the trend and all that. I've genuinely never cared for them. Yeah, I never liked them either. But I can almost promise you that if I listen to each one of those albums front to back and listen to the deep cuts... I could probably find one song that I went, you know, if this came on when I was at the bar, I wouldn't roll my eyes. But let me ask you this, because I agree with you, first off, but a lot of times I like a song because when I'm hearing it, I'm hearing what I'm going to do to it. You know, it's like it's oh, a you simple, naughty boy. Yeah, it's a simple song. It's cool, but dude, they need to do this. 
They need to do this. That you know, this oh, I hear this guitar. This, but anyway, do you hear that? I mean, oh, absolutely, I say, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's, that, I mean, so many. I mean, there's a lot of songs that I do not listen like that. I like listen to what it is, but certain songs come in, and I just, I guess, they're not good songs because I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what to do over it. Honestly, the thing I hate most is you're listening to a song, the intro, fucking amazing. The verse kicks in, oh man, this is fun, this is cool. The pre-chorus kicks in, oh man, here we go, here we go. And then that chorus hits and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have mm-hmm. had so many songs ruined by a chorus. It's unreal. Mm-hmm. Where it's like the intro and the verse fucking mm-hmm. rips your ass. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, God, you, you're, you're edging me. You almost mm-hmm. made me came and then you just let go of my dick. Yeah. What the fuck? I, I, you, know what I, when I, you know what I think of when I hear that shit? It's like, hmm, gotta rip that off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, I can make that mm-hmm. verse into something way yeah. better. Mm, gotta rip that off, man. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I am so fucking high right now. <laughs> we got this We got this place in Syracuse right now that opened up. It's called the Flintstone. Oh, hell and yeah. It, dude, it is so fucking, it is so awesome, man. You walk in, you have to show your id and then you have to show your id and other like there's a cop there and you have to show yeah. your ID, you know, and then you walk through this little rope line and you go show your id to this other lady and then you go upstairs but dude let me tell you this is fucking this room looks so fucking cool dude and the stairs are the, like these metal stairs going up but yeah in between the metal they have these railroad ties you know that are the stairs you know yeah. so you're stepping on half metal half railroad tie and it it's it's so industrial so farmhouse it's such a cool blend of everything dude it would be the greatest loft ever dude it would oh, be like yeah yeah it would be so amazing dude and they have all these glass tables with all this weed and all all this shit that you go through and look and you can you know, you write down what you want, you know, bum, 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 bum. They gave me a menu today so I can, like, go home later and, like, you know, call it in and go in and get it. But, oh, uh, yeah. dude, dude, it is so, so intense and it is so expensive. <laughs> You're probably paying for the fucking building, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, Syracuse is pretty cheap, but, uh, yeah, you, I mean, I think any, you know, they're just trying to, I get it, you know, local growers and shit. I mean, grow your own and be okay, but you know, you got to be legal to do that, or you don't. I'm not. Is that allowed in New York? Oh yeah, dude. If yeah, I can grow like I think six plants if I have a medical card, which I could get easily. Oh, I nice. can grow like twenty four or something like that. Damn, because I knew yeah. you were legal up there. I just didn't know what the legality yeah. on owning plants were. Dude, legal weed is so awesome, dude. It used oh, to be, yeah. they used to have these farm markets where you'd, like, you know, you go to a farmer's market, but this was, this was like nothing but weed. And it was in a, like a small warehouse, not a yeah. big one, but, you know, kind of like a Comic Con, but a really tiny one. Gotcha. You know, in, instead of going, you know, going to see comics and, and famous people, you're, Seeing wax and dabs and bud. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It was really really cool. I was like, this, I told my wife, I go, 
this is what I've been dreaming of for like 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, play that elevator music, man. I got to take a piss. Well, instead of playing the elevator music, I'll just ask and tell folks that it's about time for us to dig on into our Spotify playlists and figure out what the hell we've been listening to. What you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. Where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. Well, I've been listening to a lot of Red Cross. Ah, okay, so that's... uh, Oh, you said Red Fang earlier. I was going to say, that's why that was on your mind. But Red Cross, all right, what's up with Mm -hmm. them? Oh, dude, they're great, dude. Oh, actually, let me make a confession here. I haven't been listening to a lot of Red Cross. I've been listening to a lot of Red Cross throughout my life, right? But but, but it's when, one you want when, to throw a little love toward. When you when you played that fucking thing with the um, well, who was that dude? That little like fucking uh oh uh, um, the Hall of Notes thing. Yeah, that yeah, Hall yeah, of yeah. Notes. Tom Candy or Tom Crane. Yeah, yeah. The first thing that popped into my mind was Red Cross, and there's because so, I'm thinking of cover songs and shit. Oh, you know? Okay, gotcha. And it's like, oh man, and they played the fucking greatest fucking cover song. They played great cover songs, but they did Abba's Dancing Queen. That was really amazing. Play it, play it, dude. Because that dude, Red Cross. If you played it, if they knew you played it. They would send you an email saying thank you, dude. Well, that'll be at the end of this episode, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ah, right on. And uh, yeah. but, but really, uh, fucking um, one of my favorite songs is Jimmy's Fantasy by by Red Cross. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah, I, are you into Red Cross? Have you listened to them at all? Uh, I've got Blue Cross Blue Shield. I think. R e d d k r o s s. No, I don't think um, I've really heard much from them. Oh, dude, they're they're right. Up, they're doing the same thing you're doing, dude. They're, they're no, they're so- not. There's only one me. Only me can do what me does. Well, they're doing everything that you fucking idolize. You know, they're sweet, <laughs> sweet kiss, dude. Their version of Deuce is fucking fantastic. No, I definitely need to check that out. And I uh, honestly, for mine. I have a couple little small notes because I really hadn't been listening to like a whole lot of new stuff here lately. I've been kind of focusing on um, getting out all these podcasts that you guys have been listening to and, you know, getting the office set up and doing a whole bunch of other things other than just listening to strictly music. But I do have to make mention that Mad Brother Ward, uh, his new single Opportunist uh, dropped last week. And I believe at the time in which you guys are listening to this, you can go purchase his new vinyl record LP. And it is the debut, quote unquote, debut record of his because he's only done seven inches before. The man has only done singles and EPs. So this is the very first full length record from Mad Brother Ward. So uh, definitely check that out. Opportunist. It's on Spotify, Amazon, all the shit you listen to. And the vinyl record is available through the Bandcamp page on Ruined Records. And he has vinyl seven inches, right? uh, Of the old catalog, yes. Uh, But the new record is a full 12 inch. Right. And it's first 12 inch on vinyl. That's correct. First 12 inch on vinyl. 
That's got to be worse. Probably not his first 12-inch, but his first 12-inch final. I'm sure it's his first 12-inch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I also have to make mention that uh, some buddies of mine, Shaker, uh, who used to be Silver Tongue Devils, uh, released another new single called Shake It Up. And I mainly have to make mention on this one because the badass logo that they're using uh, on all their promo and for this single was designed by One Stiff Media. And I have to say... Kind of biasly, it looks pretty fucking cool. So check those guys out. They're pretty fucking talented, especially if you like Southern rock and roll. It's, it's like if, if you take that kind of blues rock and add a little bit of that Southern flair to it, that's definitely what those guys are. So if you dig that, check it out. And I do also have to mention that Alice Cooper has been releasing new singles lately. I saw that. And they haven't been that good. Uh, <laughs> I, I I've been a that. little disappointed. <laughs> The but dude's no. fucking ninety-seven years old, dude. I know, I know. I can't. I can't How I'm not old mad is Alice it. Cooper? He's got to be fucking over. You know, the Rolling Stones songs aren't any good either. No. <laughs> Let's see. But they're still doing it. Alice Cooper is seventy-five years old. Wow. Yeah. Uh, fucking. Uh, how old is fucking Mick Jagger? Mick Jagger. Let's see. He just turned like fucking. His birthday it was insane. It was like he was, I think he's eighty. 80. Yeah, fuck, isn't that insane? Let's see, he's Keith. Still, how, how old is Keith Richards? He's younger than Mick Jagger, I think. But what's he's, his age? Uh, Seventy nine, I think. Ding 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 ding. With Steven Tyler's age? Sorry, they just all listed. Uh, this on a list now, so I'm making a mini game. Steve, Steven Tyler? Yeah, I think he's a little younger. Oh wait, Steven Tyler. He might be He might be 80. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. 75. Oh shit, he's younger. All right. Fuck How old? You. Uh let's see. I'll give you uh dude, you, you you weathered bad, dude. <laughs> let's see. Uh, I'll give you three more cuz these are fun. Uh Elton right. John. Oh, Elton John's got to be like uh I'm going to say 80. No, fucking uh 76. Ding, 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 ding. Right on the money. Wow. Paul McCartney. Ooh. 83. 81. Oh, fuck. Sorry, Paul. (laughs) Last one, Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart's going to be 78. Damn, dude! You you only got like two of those wrong. Fucking killer what? job, man. Wait, might have to make this a new game. Guess the age. <laughs> Guess the celebrity age with Dave well, Weimer. Well, you you fucking gave all the artists in my. I mean, I'm sixty, so these guys are not too much older than me. Because I mean, you no, know. but you're, but it's, but it's not like you're going, you know, oh, um, you know, Rod Stewart. I think he's, you know, seventy six, and he was seventy, you know, or seventy six, and he was seventy eight. You're saying the exact age. It's not oh, that yeah. you're just kind of guessing in the ballpark, bro. Yeah. You only didn't give the exact age for like two of these. Well, if you I don't am... think this is about to be a fucking game, <laughs> you don't know me very well. <laughs> I I have been diagnosed with 47% psychic. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I didn't know you were so full of bullshit. I wanted a 48 mark so bad, did it? Now. <laughs> or 47. 
Yeah. So those are at least my music uh, recommendations. The new Mad Brother Word single and the new singer for, single from Shaker, Shake It Up. Uh, and definitely check out the Alice Cooper stuff. See if you guys like it. It just didn't hit me the way I really wanted it to. But uh, if you guys will have that any... shit su- hits me. You no, don't like no, Alice Cooper at all? No, I love Alice. Dude, I fucking grew up on Alice Cooper. I thought He's you just said my... none of his shit hits you at all. No, none of that new shit. Oh, yeah, the yeah. New, none of it, all this shit that all these old people are doing is not hitting me, but I appreciate I it. I, I, I appreciate Again, it. I appreciate the fact that there's still that little bug, you know, that little mm-hmm. maggot in Alice Cooper's mind going, I'm, I'm happy that still exists. Yeah, he just doesn't have that same twisted fucking bite that he did, dude. Alice no, but you but you can't fucking, expect someone in their mid seventies to have the same bite they did in their early twenties. I could do a full cover album of all Alice Cooper songs. Oh yeah, fucking the king. That's, that's a topic we'll talk about on next time. Is name some bands that you could do. Like, so let's do five bands that you could do a full cover album on. Like twelve songs, five bands, dude. Yeah, perfect, perfect. I love that because I was actually I had another topic idea I was going to bring up to you off microphone. It literally ties into that though, so it, it would ah. be a, so you you literally yeah. you have the peanut butter to the jelly I had yeah. in my head. So fuck yeah, dude, that's yeah. awesome. Five might be a little long. We might want to go three. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we'll, we'll about- work it out. We, we end this, man. <laughs> All right. Sounds but if good. you guys are enjoying the conversation and if you have any ideas for us, definitely sign up for the Discord, Dave, uh, and join a conversation because Mikey and Dante are hopping on in there. We'll slowly get Dave in there at some point and make it a big old happy family. I might go in there just to talk to Mikey, dude. Exactly. See, there's reasons to join and be part of the community, Dave. Is You're Cap in, the in there? Family. Is yeah, Cap he in is. there? Yeah. He is. Does he? We got a whole does bunch he, of people in there. Does he talk? When he wants to. Yeah. <laughs> Can't make I'm, Cap do nothing he don't want to do. No. 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 I don't know Cap, but I I kind of miss him. Oh yeah, I, great dude. I like I like Cap a lot. Oh yeah. But, but he's dude, a busy my man. Fa- my favorite feelings was always mikey dude well mikey's in there man chat with them you can talk to your favorite fill-in member fuck you <laughs> my sec- well my second is you alex and my mm-hmm. third is cap mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i know i'm now, actually fourth it's cool yeah i know <laughs> you're you you're right after the drummer that you never got yep. <laughs> 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 oh, but for this episode of something good for you, I'm an Alex. I'm a Dave. Dude, listen to Red Cross. Shave your balls, man. Just dude, proper hygiene, guys. Proper hygiene. That's my word. You don't have to shave your balls, but <laughs> at least clean work. them. Yeah, she did. If you haven't shaved your balls, just shave them once and see if you like it. <laughs>
been listening to the Something Good Network. 
If you liked what you heard, you can follow us on Instagram, and check out the other great shows on the network. Link is in the episode description.